So a hybrid workforce definitely impacts the experiences and the way people are collaborating and communicating. So that brings up my next question, actually, which is, how do you think a hybrid environment impacts how changes are rolled out, even if they're unrelated to hybrid topics, say mergers and acquisitions or some other initiative? Does a hybrid workforce need to be considered? Well, I love this because I think people don't remember this, but people in the office are kind of in traditional change management, a captive audience, right? You're like, hey, if I want to do a road show, if I want something at lunch to make sure people can do a lunch and learn, um, you can't really get away from me. I mean, we're in your building every single day. And I think we're realizing now that it's much easier to tune out messages. So if you go over and say, like, I'm doing this big email campaign to ignore this totally big change in your environment, all you have to do is delete an email. And, uh, you know, that's a much easier thing to ignore than all of your your friends and colleagues kind of coming into the office being like, hey, we're going to lunch and we have to learn this thing. Um, so we really have to adapt the way we're, I think, approaching people on average. We have to put some work in. We can't get away with uh, <laughs> cheating our way through the system anymore. I feel like it. you have to consider more pre-work now. You have to find that group of champions or the group of people that are the ones that want to adapt quickly, want the new things and or just are on board with the project itself and have word of mouth as well it, you almost have to like recruit people inside the company and inside the organization to be your mouthpiece as well i think it's interesting since i come from more of a communications background and i know a term that we threw around almost jokingly but with some serious seriousness is like a guerrilla approach to change management <laughs> like guerrilla marketing where you are really being strategic. Like Alex said, you can't just be lazy. You can't just rely on people being held in a physical space to absorb your message. You need to really get scrappy with it. You need to work with the people who are going to connect with it and spread the word on a grassroots level. You need to think about a lot of different types of channels that people are going to have the information coming to them instead of them seeking it out, but also a blend of the different places that they are living and visiting every day virtually. So I think that even though it does introduce a lot of challenges for change management, it also kind of forces us to be better at our jobs. Absolutely. Definitely. I think it's also a bandwidth thing with people. You know, like I, I think we got away a lot with saying what's in it for me and embedding it into the message and into all the activities we did. And now I'm seeing people like ask at the beginning, like there's like that first communication, that first year announcement, they're like, Tell me what's in it for me instantly. Um, and they only have bandwidth for so many changes, right? What's that statistic? It's like 150 large scale changes at your typical enterprise uh, business today. I mean, that's a massive amount of change in a year. And uh, if you can't get that message to me quickly in something that's relevant to me, I think people are just willing to tune you out almost immediately. They just don't have the time to sit through a well-crafted communications campaign until you get to the point, right? So I think people are right. asking for the things that we used to have to kind of sneak in there. Now they're like, no, no, just lead with that. That's what I care about the most. Get your buy-in quickly. I think that's one of the first questions that I ask when I'm interviewing with, with people is like, what style of a reader are you? Are you skimmer? Like, are you just going to get to the bullet points? I think that is also how people are looking for the what's in it for me. Like, just give it to me up front so that I can figure out how I'm going to be using this and why and we can move on.
I think that hybrid has affected this, but the topics that both of you are bringing up also makes me consider the impact of our general media, news and information and even entertainment landscape as a whole. You're always going to have you're always going to have a need for people who need that detail, especially when they are more directly involved in yeah. the change. You do need that, you know, you need that documentation. However, there's also an expectation that communications, outreach, and education will be quick, embedded, and even entertaining to a degree. Like people don't want to waste their time and things like TikTok, the way we consume news, it's all playing a part in that because we're not isolated from the rest of what's happening in the world. I love that you said embedded because I think that that is something that we have started really honing in and utilizing is how can I get this in front of you within your daily workflow? So it's not something that you have to go search for. You don't have to look for it. It's right there where you would normally see other things. Same thing with entertainment. I feel like the research that we have done that backs up, you know, why we do videos and why we do screenshots and adding that element of of pictures has really helped us bring more awareness around our projects because we've been able to have a little fun with it. Yeah, and I want to talk about that embedded, you know, activities, trainings, information a little bit better. I mean, one thing I think a lot about with embedded workplace training is how we, you know, we had this trend of just in time, right? That it was always going to be when you needed it. And the assumption I think that no one ever said out loud was that it was always where you needed it, which was at your desk in the physical office. And now when we embed training, it's like, what is my workspace, right? Like I don't have room for things on my desk at home that are uh, not relevant to my day-to-day -day life, right? So <laughs> so where do I put that in my virtual workspace? And, and where do I store that information in, in Teams or somewhere else where I can see it on a regular day? So it's not just in time, but to Alex's point, it's embedded in my actual workflow. And that's a big transition from what we used to do as well. 